All right, start the show. Okay, party people in the house. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor Willis, and thanks again for tuning in to According. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor. It's Michelle Taylor Willis. Back at you. It's According to Michelle Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis. What's going on? Hello, Atlanta. Welcome to According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. Big shout out and welcome to all of our iHeart listeners from all around the world. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. And uh, I have one word for us today. What's that word? Trump. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, <laughs> nah, let's talk, man. My boy like is It doesn't matter, up. like, what side of the fence you're on at the end of the day. 34 counts or 36 counts? 34. My boy got Giannis Antetokounmpo on his back, literally. <laughs> How do you get 34, bro? 34 counts. Did you watch any of the. I was sitting in the office and I was watching. You know him get on the Trump plane and yeah, which is still a, such. That's, I mean, no offense. That's so that's so gangster. It really look, is. When we I look mean, back like, at this in history, we're gonna be can like, can you this imagine dude. like a huge airplane, and on the plane it's got MTW on it? That's what I saw. Hmm, I can see it. I took off the rump. Okay. And, and I put an M on one side and, and a, a w, w on the other. What color? Pink and green, I'm assuming. Oh, pink and green would have been dope. Because, you know, I, most planes are white, so I knowing you, gotten, you're going to throw some flair in there. You know what? I probably, my plane would be black. Mm. The, the plane would be black. MTW would be in, ooh, maybe black, pink. Oh, it can't be black. Yeah, because okay. black on black. So yeah. pink, green. White would still work. If you have an all-black plane. All-black plane with white, pink, and green letters. Like have white in the middle, then pink and green like on the outside. The W. So it'd be like a monogram. It'd be W in the middle and then M and T and pink and green and a white T, white W. Wow, so you really got there this all go. thought out. I didn't, but I am now <laughs> as I'm thinking about it because, you know, I'm going to have this plane one day. I'm going to call Drake's people and I don't people, need to, I need to make sure. Yeah, I need to make sure we're ready. Do you want like a Drake size jet or like a presidential No, I want a jet. Trump size jet. Oh. That junk literally was a that. 251 passenger. Like he could have put that There's on. There's no need for that, personally. <laughs> like, but at the end of the day, it's so, wild. But are we, but is anything, I just want to know. Innocent until proven guilty. Is anything, is, I, I want to know, well, let me make sure I welcome Instagram. What's going on Instagram? We got a lot of you guys have chimed in. I just want to know, good, bad, or indifferent, if you're if you're a Trumper or if you're not, I'm just curious. Do we think he's going to escape this? Personally? I mean, because. Yeah. The dude, see, I mean, like. I don't, so uh, this is the way I see it, right? Yeah. He put himself in a, in a caliber He's not just a regular dude going to trial and getting arrested. You know, this is a former president. So if we're going by historic laws, he would be the first former president to be held up to charges like this. I mean, no other president has ever had five plus counts of anything. But So, I mean, that, I, the, I mean I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Like, For historic purposes, I'd say he may. Now, don't get me wrong. He's never, he might never be able to run again. I don't think they're going to let that happen if he does, you know, walk away with this. You but. know who's going to run instead of him is DeSantis. <laughs> Everybody in the South Florida stand up. Which, did nah. you see Florida? 
the, con, the he signed the bill can um the you open carrying everybody want to be georgia and texas so bad you can't open carrying you can't do it everywhere ladies and gentlemen open carrying no nah, that's it, it's opinionated because you know now you're messing with the rights and amendments and all that stuff somebody said on instagram he's a white man in america so i'm not sure what will happen hey hey i, I mean, mean <laughs> where's the lie <laughs> no, I'm just saying, okay, no. but that was huge news. Like Everybody was waiting on that to drop. Me, personally, that I thought dropped. it was never going to happen. Because, you know, they talked about it weeks ago, and I was just like, dude. Oh, forever. They're, they're not going to. Okay, let me go back to work. You know? Like, well, I mean, so we so so that happened. And then the final four. Yes. I know I, you are like, you, you can't even no, okay. control yourself. From day one. I want everybody to know this right now. Oh, gosh. I, was I called knew they crazy. were gonna win. No, I was called I, crazy. I always said it was gonna be them. No, I'm a huge LSU fan. So midway through the season, when they only lost two games and you it knew. was to the same You're team, like, they're going final four. Yeah, they're going all the way. So my biggest fear is that they have to face the same team again, Don Staley. So unfortunately, they lost out to uh, Iowa before they got there. But did you? What about Instagram? Did you guys think? Who did you guys think was gonna win? I mean, UConn seemed. You know, I mean, it's like. Um. But on the men's side, yeah, I give it UConn. I, San Diego's dope. Don't get me wrong. Like, great organization, great coaching. But, like, at the end of the day, UConn is them. <laughs> so, let's talk about the comments that were made. Oh, uh, okay. On which end? We talk about the girls or guys? The girls. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I know I keep yeah. switching back and forth. No, that's right good. Now. I just got to make sure you get facts right. Yeah. Know. But the girls, I mean, you know, they the media went in on her. Oh, yes, they did. And guess what? We don't care, <laughs> okay? We don't I'm going to tell you guys right now. We don't care, okay? I mean, they let her have it. <laughs> and you know what? That's what happens when you're a champion, you know? It comes I mean, with the territory. I mean, but do you think, do you think that, because, you know, I mean, of course, everybody's calling this, it's a, now it's a race battle, For right? no reason. I mean, <laughs> so, you know. People get butt hurt. That's the first thing. I'll say it like this. I play sports, right? You do? Yeah. Wow. Don't say that. <laughs> don't don't do me like that. I mean, when you are on a court or on a field, things that are said in that nature that stays on there. It's not like these girls went into I mean, the it's game the with thing, Malice right? or That's the took thing. it home with them. You know? Right. Now, don't get me wrong. She was but definitely doing the. But guys talk trash all constantly. Oh, dude. All the saying. time on football field. Bruh. Guys say the worst stuff. I don't. I mean, who? Who? Whoever's yeah. listening over at 1100 AM to according to Michelle, or if you're on Instagram right now, I mean. Guys some, some say the, y'all say the worst thing <laughs> on them. I mean, y'all say awful things on the football field. So, I mean, but somebody says in something. the game, you know. Now, if you go to someone's locker room and say that when the whistle's already blown now, I f- yeah, it's a different problem. But just like the girls, they kept it all on the court. Even afterwards in the press conferences, they were trying to, like, you know, poke holes at each side. But, you know, they both stayed competitive. So it's cool. Um I like Clark's game. I know she'll be. I don't know if she's going to declare for the WNBA draft, but if she doesn't, I know she's going to be back in that setting again soon. So, but for my girls on the LSU side, Angel Reese and the team, look, uh, LSU Ice Spice. I love all those girls. So you know them personally? No, not yet. But uh, (laughs) we gonna get there. So y'all holla at your boy, and I do mean for training purposes. Nothing, nothing crazy. I like to work, but girls. Girl, like they working out, they go hard in the paint. I mean that respectfully. Like I be playing with dudes sometimes, and I be catching bows. So some wait, of these you women. play basketball? Yeah. I know. Even Wayne, our producer, you guys can't see this, but Wayne, our producer, was like, "Huh?" He tilted his head all the way to the side. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "No, no, 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 no." No, I love basketball. That was my know- first sport. I didn't, did I know that about you? I don't know. It's not. I don't broadcast it. Like you don't see me in league. I think and one stuff. day on the air. 
we should invite a caller to call in and you the caller and me should play things i didn't know about you have you ever played that game i actually haven't that sounds interesting though. yeah it's like you go around and you have to say something about yourself that you don't think anybody else knows so and then does when the you caller, say it, does the caller have to know either of us or like because they don't have to know you know what i mean i guess somebody you know yeah that kind of puts a damper on it yeah because i don't mean to be funny because i could tell them something that you already know but that's not news to you but it's news to somebody well maybe just you and i can play it okay that's cool. and you play <laughs> but it's kind of a fun game and then what you say it's a way for you to basically learn mm. about the other person really engage so you might say yeah i played basketball <laughs> and then i'll be like oh that's Leave something that. i didn't know about you okay that's the game yeah it's not doesn't sound as exciting does it it sounds fun in the right setting. Okay. Yeah, maybe not. Doesn't okay. Doesn't play at a, a party, though. I got you. Yeah, not that. Okay, so <laughs> Trump happened. The uh, Final Four championships happened. What else happened? We got to take a quick break here. And um, our guest should be here, hopefully, arriving in the studio. Bas- uh, basketball recording artist. <laughs> basketball <laughs> recording artist. <laughs> the same dang time. No. Recording artist King James Worthy will be here. Somebody said, do or die. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it's like on the court. Uh, I don't want to be that guy, but weather-wise, it's getting warmer below the you know, below the border, but colder up north. So y'all just... It's a Wait, weird, it's cold up north? It's a whole blizzard going Where? through uh, the Midwest right now. It's going through the um, Montana area. Uh, what's the other M? Forgive me. Missouri? No, not that. Down south. Wisconsin. That's not a W. That's a W, not an M. Um, I was thinking Milwaukee. So. Oh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Wisconsin. Okay, yeah, got it. Wisconsin. I was going to say, oof. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a bad. That's bad. That's that not, looks bad. Yeah, Thank you for letting me uh, finish. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's a whole weird climate thing. So yeah. it's warm down here, but cold up there. So y'all just, hypothermia is real. It's the time of the year. I don't. <laughs> okay, but wait a minute. You know, two days ago, here in Atlanta, like two days ago, I walked out. And it was cold. It was yes. raining and it was cold. I actually had to put on, I was like, man, I'm on a jacket. It so was cold. Run, you had to double back in the house type deal? I did not double back in the house. Oh, you left as is? I left as is. Because I'm confidence. a gangster. Okay. I'm a gangster. That's what okay. I do. A little cold doesn't scare me. You think like there's a chill in the air? All Dang. of a sudden, you're going to make me go back in my house and get a jacket? Please. Oh. <laughs> I'm empty dove. Sensational. <laughs> I looked at the cold weather and I was like, what's up, cold? Nah. That's... You're not. What's up? I'm what's up. Okay. And then my body got all warm and tingly, and I was fine. I'm going to try that next time. Yeah. I'm going to call you, though, to let you know the effects after. Like yeah. You'll immediate. be like, it's still cold. Yeah. yeah. The point you know is, <laughs> that wasn't last night. That was the night before. Like, it was literally Monday. chilly. Okay. It is now, on my truck, it registered 89 saying? degrees. I got 84, so we're not far. Yeah. So how does that even happen? Um, you have to even have Listen closely, kids. Global warming doesn't exist. <laughs> Look, Instagram is such a hater, man. Instagram uh, gangsta is a little bit much, but okay. <laughs> you didn't Look. do all that. You don't know what I did. You weren't there. You weren't there? Yeah, were you I there? Mean, like, how, I mean, how do you know what I did? Look, guys, we got to take a quick break. <laughs> when we come back, hopefully our guests will be here. King James Worthy, uh, billboard charter, rapper, yes. artist, Actor, sack actor, he's coming in the studio today. Yes. Got over a million followers on uh, on Instagram. He's going to talk to us about all things, including his new single that just dropped. Uh, we got a great show. We got Cecil Shenanigans at 5 o'clock. Ask Michelle at 5.30, so don't touch anything. More according to Michelle when we come back right after this.
historic Morris Brown College is back. Founded in 1881, Georgia's first and only HBCU founded by African Americans just made history by achieving accreditation candidacy in April 2021. The first HBCU to rebound after a 20-year hiatus. Sometimes in life, you only get one chance to make a significant difference and be a part of history. Well, that opportunity is now. Are you a young person seeking a higher education or an adult wanting to complete your degree? Want to join a collegiate family? Well, now here is your chance. Join forces by enrolling at Morris Brown College's restoration class and become a part of the hard reset. Additionally, you may also assist Morris Brown by making your tax-deductible contributions today. For more information on how you can enroll or give to this historically black college located in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, please visit morrisbrown.edu. Low-cost, innovative academic programs and one of the most affordable HBCUs in the state of Georgia. Visit morrisbrown.edu today. Michelle. cha-cha-cha to this Mardi Gras. I'm the dopest female that you heard thus far, and I do get better. Yeah. The voice gets wetter. Nobody gets hurt. That's if you let her. I guess. I, I was just listening. Wow. I was just listening. Learning. so cute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. No. I mean, I thought you would have chimed in, you being like an artist and I rapper mean, and all that. I mean, like. Well, I am not a rapper. I did that for you. I, I am not R&B, a rapper. R&B, hip-hop. I, I guess, but don't put me in a rapper category. Don't put me in a rapper category. I category. agree with that 100. percent That is a dangerous. Category. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's a whole different I thing. To, <laughs> I listened to um, some of your music. We, uh-huh. I wish we have the MP4s. We can play it, but it sounds good. In Thank fact, you. on the on on the uh, on the post today, I made sure we put the put your music behind the post. Oh yeah, which yeah. which song did you use? The new one, Gip and Hold Top on, of the World. My, let me get my notes back out. Is it Gip or is it Jip? Gip. Gip. Okay, I just said that right. Big Gip. Okay, yeah. I wanted to make sure. Yeah, Big Gip. Come on, man. Goody Big Mob. Gip. Let's go. Oh, that's oh, that's who that is? Yeah. Okay, I see. I know Goody Mob. Matter of fact, Ding. I just heard Goody Mob. Well, one of the goodies. Let me see. Which goody was he? CeeLo? No. Timo? Cujo? Timo Goody. Okay. He was at Blue Martini about two weeks ago. Okay. Oh, and nice. he rapped his verse of, don't tell me. Don't say it. I can't, so. Yeah. When uh, unfold oh, young cell girls, yeah, cell therapy, yeah, that's it. He wrapped that whole line. Yeah. I mean, the whole version. Verse, okay. I mean, big, verse, big yeah. Mo. Yeah, that's that's OG. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's who yeah. was there. It was actually dope. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of dope, we've got a new podcast loading. I'm so excited. Y'all remember Loon from? Uh, you Bad Boy, yeah. Loon from yeah. Bad Boy. You're way too. Yeah. You're like ten. Yeah, I'm I remember sorry. Loon. You remember Loon, mm-hmm. right? He's mm-hmm. now he now. Goes by Amir. Um, really? But I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, he goes by Amir. He converted to Islam. I knew he did that, but I never knew he changed his he name. He changed his name. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So like his oh. Instagram is real uh, loon to Amir. Hmm. And so he has a podcast with Mendisi from Love and Hip Hop. You know Mendisi? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so um, I'm one of the producers on the show. Really? And so we've been in pre-production for about five weeks. Tomorrow we tape our first show, and we're very excited about it. Really mm. excited That's about it. So we'll be in studio <laughs> wow. 11 to 4 tomorrow. We've got a great guest tomorrow, Topeka Sam. We're going to be talking about the criminal justice hmm. system and reform and recidivism. 
and all those things. And um, yeah, so we're we're starting to tape shows, and wow. we have a. I mean, the 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 talent pool is sick. Like I can't tell y'all who it is, but just know, obviously, Loon is from the industry, right? He's not of the industry, but he was in the industry, so his yeah. contacts are crazy. So you can imagine what the talent looks like for this. Wow, but it's called the dope. Perspective Podcast. Yeah, please follow it. The Perspective underscore podcast on Instagram. It's a respectful way to have uncomfortable conversations. We're going to be talking about everything. So um, as soon as we get about six of those shows in the in the can, we'll start we'll start dropping those, and I'll let you know about those. But I'm really excited about it. All right, all right. All right, all right. But right now, I'm even more excited. About about our guest which you excited which is i'm so excited let me just tell y'all about this guy i don't know how he found me but somehow he found me we have mutual friends we have mutual friends oh i can't wait to hear this (laughs) and maybe we should do we say those on air or do we not Uh, Uh, let's let's keep it let's not okay how about that on the next break (laughs) um but yeah we've got on according to michelle today on real 1100 a.m He's at King James Worthy on Instagram, but mm-hmm. we have mutual friends. And I guess about, I want to say about maybe five or six months ago, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. started hitting me up in the DMs. And he was like, look, I need to come on your show. I need to come <laughs> on your show. I need to come on your show. And um, and so I was like, all right, we got to make sure we get this guy in rotation. And then he had a listening party, release party. I did. A few weeks ago, which I was trying. It was on my schedule <laughs> and everything. Um, but the schedule just got crazy. I wasn't able to come. But I actually asked you for your address because I wanted to send you something. And you, you know never what? Responded to that. You know what? It's so you know it's so crazy. I just saw that message like yesterday because I don't know what's going on with Instagram, but like people can't see their DMs no, for some reason. If it really? makes you feel better, it happens to me a lot. Sometimes it goes through requests or just yeah, or it just won't later. load. Like sometimes ah, you got to read refresh. Yeah. Refresh. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. So yeah. The, you know, just to I was say gonna I get, I was gonna, I was getting my Beyonce on. Like, I heard that she does this thing where if she can't attend something, uh-huh. she sends like this amazing bouquet of flowers. I wasn't gonna oh. send you flowers, no, but I was gonna send you something to let oh. you know, you know, congratulations. But well, he thank never you. responded. So okay, well now you just told me I need to send Beyonce an invite to all my parties. So fair enough. Thank you. Well, so. do I still get the? Gift? No, <laughs> it took too long. Okay, <laughs> that's ruthless. But there, she ruthless. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, it was 13 weeks ago. And um, <laughs> the fact, but are you hurt? <laughs> That's as odd as yeah, no, my like, no, it's right here. It's deep, wow. like in the center of my heart. I, I no it's idea. in between the left and right ventricle of hurt. Oh, I had man. no idea. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of. We're not trickles. even be- beaten on this side of it. Oh wow, <coughs> James, where I'm they? sorry. Anyway, he was so like he would keep he would keep hitting me up like yo I gotta get on your show I gotta get on your show I gotta get on your show and then when I actually started I sent it to you guys and I started looking at this guy and I was like man this guy's dope like he's got this I mean that I mean he got all kinds of stuff going on and I'm just gonna read you guys some of his accolades before because before he actually was an artist he was he's been like writing and he's written for like some of the best yeah in the business. <laughs> okay, so he's written for artists such as Lil Zane, uh-huh. Kalina Harper, Sammy, Young Burb, Fetty Wap. I love Fetty Wap. <laughs> His most notable production work includes Fight for Love by Truth Hurts, mm-hmm. One and Only by Johnny Blaze, Blessing Me by Robin S. and Drip by Sammy and J Young MDK. Mm-hmm. All right, so he and, you know, everybody's an actor these days, but not everybody is a SAG. <laughs> actor that's true that's so true. i mean that's the you know what i mean so that was like shade but then i brought it back 
I mean, it don't say to me. Like, I, mean, it's like, I got my sad yeah, like, I'm good. I mean, I'm I got good. my credits. I'm good. Um, but his debut single, Wine For Me, peaked at number 10 on the Billboard Hot Singles um, chart. Mm-hmm. He's Queens, New York native. New York, you know, is my favorite yeah. city in the United States. This guy is so much going on we're going to talk about all of it today how he got there how he can be an inspiration to you because you know we're inspiring people on according to michelle radio that's what we do we get people in here every day every week to let you know they did it sometimes against every single odd possible and that means you can too welcome on according to michelle with michelle taylor willis king james what's up what's up what's up man what's good with y'all what's good with you i'm so glad you're here like i actually kind of like how he came to came in right it was smooth clearly he's used to being on the (laughs) in front of a mic no it's one of those uh fresh off the jet sorry i'm late you are fresh off the jet you know you know and he rolled in like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm nobody. I'm just here, you know, to offer a I'm little cooling. bit. I'm cooling. I'm cooling. I seriously <laughs> am glad to have you here. Thank you. Because I kept saying, remember, I, kept, I was like, do we get James book? Do we get yeah. James book? <laughs> it was in our emails. You, you dope, were definitely dope. in the conversation. And not That's to dope. be funny, when she told me, you know, because you definitely got this a lot. Yeah. With James Worthy. Yeah, with the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like. Okay, I look into it, and you know I'm going to all the wrong places. <laughs> at first. I'm just like, I don't know how you want me to contact this man. <laughs> so to figure out was you, then looking into who you are. No offense to James Worthy, way cooler. So well, thanks. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm using myself more than basketball nowadays. That's so dope. you know, just seeing the progress you've made in your career is awesome, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. So of you're course. from New York, so I know we have uh, we got to have a lot of people in common because I know. Tons of people from New York, but apparently we probably have some Atlanta people. Probably, in well, I, I know we got Atlanta people. I know you do. Yeah. I know. I can't wait till we go to break <laughs> so I can see who these people are. I'm like, mm, mm, I can't wait. But um, oh, actually, somebody from New York just jumped in. Dana Hubbard. He's a um, playwright. <laughs> Dana. Mm. Dana. Yeah. So, NY in the building. NY in the building. So wait, how'd you end up in Atlanta? Because hmm. there's so many New York people in Atlanta. Yeah, I know. Atlanta. New York is Sorry. taking over Atlanta. Yeah. Um. Well. So uh, let me give you some of the backstory a little yeah. bit, how I got to Atlanta. So um, coming from New York, like I was in entertainment really young. So like I, how young? Like I I got into entertainment like 14. Okay. Um, but I didn't really get into music until like age 16. But okay. like kind of being from Queens, like I was around a lot of people at one point, like like eight nine years old like i was like around like jazzy jeff and how old you was know, that were your crazy. parents in the industry or? no actually um i mean my dad he did a lot of um security work for celebrities back in the day oh, okay so i kind of met a lot of people through that but i mean i was just like one of those nerdy artsy kind of kids so really? i love art i loved it so like I just wanted to be around it. So I would always be on Jamaica Avenue at the Coliseum or somewhere artsy and just build relationships. And um, everybody thought I was older than what I was. You had an old, you have an old soul. Yeah. So you look young, but you have a very mature yeah, soul to you. That's always been the case. Yeah. Always. So I, that's how I got into different doors, you know, really, really young. But um, And when you say entertainment, were you doing like event stuff? Or? Just whatever it was, whether it was... Um, music based whether it was fashion based whether it's like um just anything art at 14 yeah okay yeah. No, were your parents entrepreneurs did your dad have like his own security company or? yeah he did he okay did. so you saw this he you did. were bred so in i was a- i was already around it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah what about your mom 
Um, my mom was in travel. She was in the travel industry. Okay. Yeah, so that that was another side. Like, I got to travel right. the world and, and see different places. Yeah. So were you different, you think, in that way? So Dana, from, he said he's from Jamaica, Queens, South, South, St. Albans. Oh, Queens. yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. where he's from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. So were you, I imagine that you were different than a lot of the kids that you grew up with. Is that I, fair to I, say? I can say that. I can say that. Because I was, I don't know, like I was, um, I was always driven. Like I always had a different mindset of I'm I never wanted to follow anybody like mm. if everybody was going right I'm going left okay. and I'm going to figure out what's over there I've always been like that so I think um when I decided to get into music like that was the only thing on my mind is like okay what am I going to do to not only set myself apart but like how do I do it yeah. and how I got to that point was I was always studying like musicians and writers and stuff like so if I met somebody I wanted to know what they did or like if I never heard something like I would go to record stores every weekend and buy an album I never heard just wow. to read the credits okay and this was 14 16 yeah about this time yeah okay so you wanted to be a musician is it yeah I, you I, just wanted to be creative I, I well at first I just wanted to be creative okay but once I decided I wanted to do music then that's when all that stuff came to play but I didn't decide that I wanted to do music until I met Michael Jackson. Wait, you met Michael Jackson? I did. Wait, okay, how did you? <laughs> I know everybody's like, look, Wayne's back in the production booth, like, turn my mic up. Okay, so wait, how did you meet Michael Jackson? I, I met Michael when I was 11. And um, I met Michael Jackson. He said Mike. <laughs> he said Mike. Yeah, I remember when Mike passed. No, no, when you, when you meet Jordan or Jackson, you can say that. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, a lot, not a lot of people can say they, they really met Michael Jackson like that, you know? So um, I met him at Webster Hall in New York. Okay. And the funniest thing was, um, you know, my dad did security for a lot of people. So he, he had a lot of, let's just say, pull with certain things. Sure. So um, I remember I was a part of this Michael Jackson fan club at one point because okay. I was a huge Mike fan. So they would send updates via email sometimes. So they sent this one update saying that Michael was going to be in New York at Webster Hall to um, accept an award, right? So I didn't know about it until after the fact. My dad saw it and it was like, okay, I'm going to surprise him and we're going to go to Manhattan and go see it. Wow. So I'm thinking it was just a regular day, like we're yeah, just going yeah, in the yeah. city, because he was in Jersey. Okay. So we came from Jersey to Manhattan. So we went went into the city and um, I'm seeing all these buses everywhere with with Michael Jackson stuff on it. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And, every, and like it's a, it's a sea of people out there. Yeah. I'm like, something's going on. So come to find out it's a Michael Jackson event. I'm like, ah, okay, that was slick. That was slick, but uh, fast forward into the show, we got a chance to go to the green room in the back, and I, I got a chance to meet him. Hey, what was, yeah. I mean? How was he? Um, I mean, he was just real soft. Like, was it like, like hey, hey, <laughs> how you doing? So glad you like my music. Like, like it was so so great to meet you. Like, but it was funny because, like, um, when we got to the green room, I'm thinking like security like three security guards is going to come and open it like oh you service. can't get back here yeah. like sorry like no michael opened the door himself 
Really? He opened it and and looked at me up and down. And my dad was like, "Hey, this is this is my son. You know, he's a huge fan. Like, love to meet you." So he was like, "Yeah, bring him in. Bring him in." So I went in and he looked at me up and down for like a minute. He was like, "Hmm, I like your look." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was funny. That's a, that's a W. <laughs> it's funny. But he said that because um, I'm mixed with Indian. Okay. Oh, and okay. I had like I had long hair when I was young. Oh. And yeah. so he was looking real exotic. So he was, yeah, so I looked different. So he was like, you look music video like, worthy. I, I love, he was like, I love your look. So great to meet you guys. Wow. And he took a picture with me, gave me a hug, and that was it. Do you still have the picture? Yeah, it's, it's somewhere on my phone. You guys, so you have it. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. From that interaction... Did you do you what's the most memorable part of that? Like, is there anything that you took from that engagement that affects you now as an artist? Well, it was just the fact that I got to meet my idol mm-hmm. or one of my idols. Like, I mean, you know, just just to even have a small convo. Like, I mean, you know, people can't even get that close to him like that. Very so true. I think that was just some something that God did, you know. Right. But um, I mean, but that was the focal point to to tell me that. I mean, anything is really possible. Mm, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, or yeah. I could really, I could do something great, you know? Um, and just being that young, having that experience. So I'm like, well, if I can meet Michael, I can, I can yeah, crazy. like I can do anything with anybody, right. you know? So that was what, that was what it was. So keep us, so keep going. 14, 16, then you start, you realize you want to do music. And then how did you end up actually in this being able to write for some of these greats did you go to college did you um i did go to college but that was later on okay so um so when i decided i wanted to do music this was like uh age 16 and i started off songwriting first Mm -hmm. so just you know brushing up on the pen you know getting getting good with words and song structure and all that and then and that was kind of a natural talent yeah that was natural like i was always good with words so after that slowly but surely I got into music production because I did want to work with certain people and you know just to see what people thought about just my work period so right. I'm like well I need full songs so that's when I started getting into the music production side to make full records got it. and then start working with other people to demo records and you know sometimes I would do it myself you know just to put the whole thing together and then um slowly step you started climbing the ladder and um I was always a, I guess, um, people person. Yeah. So, you know, just meeting people, greeting people, making relationships. And um, it started from there. So who was the first person that, you know, that, let's call notable. I mean, everybody's important, right? But the first notable person that reached out to you was like, you know, I want you to. Um, You know, it's funny. When people ask me that question, it's it's always kind of tricky because, when I got into the game professionally, it was like everything kind of happened at once. Mm. So it was like a bunch of records kind of came out at once and, and a whole bunch of opportunities came at once. So it was like I had like started working with like Mike Jones and Paul Wall. Then did you get I, did somebody hand walk you to them and say, hey, look, this is somebody. Yes. You need to. So and the re- let me tell you why I'm asking that question mm-hmm. because again people listen to this show to be inspired mm-hmm. and you clearly have done and are continuing to ascend. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes people have to be hand walked, right? And That's say true. like this is yeah I was able to do all this, but like 
how were you able to do it? Because somebody literally, if they're paying attention, all they have to do is emulate what you do. There's no reason to recreate. Right, right, for right. For real, right? That's true. And this is, how we, this is how we change lives, right? So that's why I'm asking, you know. Um, well, yeah, like, like um, for me, I was uh, fortunate enough to have good mentors early on to kind mm, of show me the game and show me you know okay this is how i did it this is what you need to do what you don't need to do mm. you know that kind of thing right. right so like like uh you know of course you know the group houdini of course um, they were my mentors really um, and you was that because of your dad actually no um i met them on my own uh just in passing through the industry just like being around stuff and did so. you see him did you walk up to him and like yo you want to mentor me you know, like, it, um, it kind of happened like, like, um, ecstasy from Houdini. He heard some of my music early ah. on and he was just intrigued by it. He was, he was just like, you know, he saw the potential and, um, you know, then I got a chance to meet Jalil, then, then, uh, Master D. So, I mean, they all embraced me, got you it. know, so it, that was the cool part. And, um, but you're embraceable, and I mean that in a very respectful way. I mean, you. you're open, and you seem coachable and mentorable. Yeah. That's the word, right? And so yeah. people want to help people like that. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, there are a lot of people that aren't. Like, people want all the help, but they don't act like they want the help. Yeah, like, it's a lot of people that feel like, like, when they do get on or they do get help, they, like, the, the people that help them don't matter anymore. Right. Or, like, they feel like because they're on, they want to take the credit like they did it all themselves. And it's just like, you know, I never respected that, but it's just like nobody ever gets anywhere without help. That's right. Like, nobody in this business becomes successful without help. Right. Like, it, it's just no way. You know what I mean? So anytime I have a chance to, you know, um, give them their flowers, I always do that because I was already a Houdini fan. Like, I mean, One Love was like, probably my top five favorite song of all time <laughs> you know that that was that song was actually one of the focal points for my music production wow just that style and that right. sound right you know so that was you know for them to even you know have interest in me it was an honor wow well hang tight we got to take a quick break yep. on uh, according to michelle <laughs> and i'm glad you like to help people because i've written a few songs i want you to take a look at them okay. and just see you know what you think about it because okay. <laughs> i'm a woman of many <laughs> talents you know? i know you <laughs> are you run around doing everything <laughs> <laughs> we got king james worthy yeah. at king james worthy on instagram in the house his latest ep gip and worthy yes. is out right now he's got some new projects coming up he's telling us how he got to where he got and how you can get there too, whatever industry it is. You are going to hear, you're going to want to hear what he has to say. We got more according to Michelle on the backside of this break. Five o'clock is senseless shenanigans. Five thirty is ask Michelle. You can call in. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more according to Michelle. Hey. Michelle Taylor Willis here, and I just want to ask you, have you checked out my latest book? Well, I say latest book, really, it's my only book. <laughs> Raising Significance, an MTW guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Listen, this book is not rocket science, and I'm not claiming to be a child expert or a psychologist or psychiatrist or any of that. I'm just a mom who has figured some things out. So I just got some jewels and a few gems that can help you raise not just successful kids, but significant kids. You 
want your kids to stand out from the crowd or at least from the other kids in their class, right? This is the way to do it. So listen, go to my website, authormichelletaylorwillis.com. That's Michelle with two L's. Check out the book. If you like what you see, click on that pay now button and grab a copy. Maybe you grab a copy for some of your friends who have kids if you don't. But either way, I promise you will not be disappointed. Raising Significance, an MTW's guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Get your copy today. Michelle. 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 Check this one here for me and my DJ. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is 5 o'clock on According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis here on Real 1100 AM. It's time for Senseless Shenanigans brought to you by Launch Your Lab. If you are working in corporate America and you want to transition, you just don't know what you want to do. You got an entrepreneurial bug and you're ready to get bit by it. Oh, do you see what I did there? I like it. Bit <laughs> by the bug. I see then you, you got to make sure you go to launcherlab.com. You reach out to my girl, Michelle Foy. She can get you started in your own entrepreneurial enterprise as a lab that tests for everything. And guess what? You don't need any, any experience. You don't have to be a nurse. You don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be in medicine. You don't have to do anything. She she did it from scratch, and she is teaching you. She's trained over 2,000 entrepreneurs and counting. Launchyourlab.com or go to smichellefoy.com. Check her out. Make sure you tell them Michelle Taylor Willis sent you. All right, Terrell, nice. what is up for Senseless Shenanigans? What is up, y'all? Happy Wednesday. Yeah, I'm glad you like the tag. It's dope. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I wait for people's reactions every week because we're used to it. You know what I mean? But it's just like, like what is that noise? <laughs> nah, so um, long story short, you got to feed your people. Um, we're going all the way down. Yes, Florida. Yes. Why are you back on Florida, ma'am? You make it sound like I was in Florida. Like We haven't talked about Florida in the last month almost. But so. you talked about a Florida enough last year to never talk about him again. Fair enough. We'll, we'll, we'll broaden the horizons. But this week, uh, two arrested after a large brawl at a F- Orange County restaurant. Can anybody guess the restaurant? Golden Corral. That's actually funny, but no. Waffle House. Nah, m- more, more on the restaurant side. So y- Applebee's. More on that side. Yeah, more on the sit-down dining. Bennigan's. Nah. Uh, TGR Friday. Friday. I was about to say Friday. Oh, okay. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> it only took me 13 tries. Good job, right, Jay. Right. Hey, no, she's a true Florida native. Um, <laughs> so, I, is TGR Fridays the Waffle House of Florida? I mean, you really can't go wrong with Fridays, can you? Remember when I Fridays like used to have that that Jack Daniels bourbon? They had Jack Daniels bourbon chicken, Jack Daniels bourbon. I remember like, that. Back in the day, I yeah. remember like out of college. It was so good. It was like, was Guy Ferrari still the you know the commercial dude, or was that before then? Guys on the CGI Friday commercials? I'm pretty sure, yeah. He was on a few of them. Oh, I don't really? remember that. I haven't mm-hmm. eaten at Fridays in 13 years. Mm, yeah, he was yeah, on a few I've, of them. I haven't it was a promotion thing. Years. I haven't yeah. been, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't play with those chains anymore, you know. <laughs> I've leveled up. Hey, it'd be like that. But <laughs> I ain't mad at you. Healthy Shoot, eating. Shout out to you. <laughs> Healthy yeah, eating. And that's all we got to say for that. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that, guys. There's nothing but we wrong. Just, no, just want to let you know, it. disclaimer. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, so the brawl started out very locally. And then it spreaded from two people fighting to four people fighting. What were they fighting to over? To eight people fighting. Hmm. To 16 people fighting. What? To God. 25 people fighting. Whoa. At the end of it all, the brawl consisted of 30 men and women. Whoa. And women? Yes. Mostly men, but, you know, women were involved. So you know how fights start. They normally aren't in one general area. So what I'm assuming is happening, 
the fight started between uh, one man and one teen, and like teen, nineteen years old, so almost an adult. Like a thirty-year-old and a nineteen-year-old. Pretty much, yeah, in that range. So and that's what were where they the fighting fight, over? Maybe the food was running late. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. If you get in, guys, you gotta feed your people. Because I promise you, if their mouths were full, this wouldn't have happened. Um, <laughs> literally, so they were they were mad and hungry. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> it looks like one fight started, then they bumped into another couple. The guy was defending his woman, so that fight oh started. My gosh. Oh, then he bumped into another couple, and then the girl bumped into someone else's girlfriend. And oh, now, God. by the end of it, Orange County Police said they had about 30 people under investigation and only two arrested so far at the point. Okay, you know, I'm wow. going to applaud this. I don't think this is senseless. You know why? Why? Tell me. Because there's something to be said for good old-fashioned fights with no guns i will say i was impressed i mean that's i mean it like, was around 10 15 p.m at night so it's definitely you know that, that's that's that hour i you mean know? because <laughs> yeah because think about it i was on atlanta atl scoop two nights ago yeah. and like there were like 13 you know uh gun gun shows or whatever really shots or Shot. okay I mean, like no like 13 i'm Sep- 13 it separate was situations, like, situations. Yeah, okay. it was probably like five but, but that's still a lot like on one night i mean one was on piedmont one was down on edgewood yeah, i mean they're going crazy like there's i mean like it's going nuts i mean it's like and nobody just has a regular fight like yeah. I, like I, I, maybe sound maybe what it's happened just me. to the knuckles but yeah i'm just like yo <laughs> that good old-fashioned like, looney tunes yeah. <laughs> like what about somebody said i would have left it for, and forgot to pay the bill <laughs> no they actually said they had to get police footage because a lot of people that's actually kind out. of a good cop I mean, out to get it's out like, well, i had to go they i mean, didn't, I mean, I didn't want to get beat up like get beat up yeah or maybe shot Nah, now we're but coming the lips you gotta go through to get out the bill. Right? <laughs> so you tell me I gotta start a fight at every event I go to to have dinner. That's terrible. I mean, you know, hey, bro, he said something over you about there, but I wouldn't let terrible. that happen to me though. <laughs> no, I'm just push saying, uh, instigate okay. him. <laughs> and then step out. That's horrible. Yeah. So did they arrest all the people? Not all the people, just the main two. You know, the we're gonna the escalators. Yeah, right. Because they were looking back at footage, and I guess, unfortunately. All the events that happened made sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you see someone bumping into somebody and not knowing why, getting upset, and then I don't know. So, wow. yeah, but thirty individuals—that's crazy. What did that? Can and, you imagine looking at that? On do they did they release the video footage of that? Oh no, that's not out yet. That would be but hilarious. Like, was it I like see. was it inside? Yeah, it was inside. It was in because they like, had people where, fleeing where, where out. other people were eating at. Like it's just like a melee of people. Yeah, they said it was in the middle of the restaurant. Wow. So. Uh, they said it started between two, escalated to multiple. They got by like, the end of it. you know, all were kinds of like, stuff flying in Were they like flying over tables? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know staff was like, bruh, like, <laughs> who hey. you think got to deal with this when y'all are gone? <laughs> <laughs> Servers walking through I'm like I'm pretty sure this. tables were broken and chairs. I know. And, oh, Ooh. my God. I'm just saying, though, I, 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 yes. I do see where you're, where you're coming from, though. I do respect like, it. At least I mean, everyone guns. went home. Everybody went home. There's, exactly. Except two, but, you know, they're going home. But at least nobody got killed and exactly there was no gunshot there was no i mean you know it's just a big 30 people i mean a big fight and shout out to police on that end because like you said 30 people (laughs) that's a lot that's That's a lot lot. i think it's great and i yes it's probably senseless so you know i mean it's really stupid but But it was really stupid (laughs) but i say hey more fights less gunplay i like it i'm gonna put that on the shirt how about no fights and just shut up well, there's that too. Nah, because it's freedom of speech. <laughs> so. there, yeah, there's that too. I guess it could be. Yeah, I mean, tell- you know what the Bible says? Sometimes you just got to shut your mouth. Mm. Yeah, just hold your tongue. Just hold your tongue. Yeah. N- thy that said nothing. <laughs> does what? 
he nothing. goes home. He goes. Home, <laughs> he goes home happy and full. <laughs> and happy and full. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Nothing. Exit <laughs> stage right. Exit stage right. Thank you, Jarrell, for today's senseless shenanigans. Brought to you by Launch Your Lab. Make sure you check out Michelle Foy and her crew. If you're an uh, entrepreneur and you want to switch industries, if you want to delve into entrepreneurship and you don't need any medical background, you hear what I'm saying? Like, At there's all. no excuse. There are literally no excuses for you to do whatever it is you want to do. King James Worthy just told us this. When he met Michael Jackson when he was 11, he knew the world was literally his oyster and it can be yes. yours too. SheilaMichelleFoy.com Reach out to her and mm -hmm. she can get you started on your entrepreneurial journey. Okay, so you so you start out as a songwriter, you get into all of these different um, you know, doors basically. Mm -hmm. And you start yep. writing for some amazing people. If you're just coming in on According to Michelle uh, with Michelle Taylor Willis on Real 1100 AM, we've got James Worthy yes. in the house. He was yes, started sir. off as a songwriter, went to production, and now he is a recording artist and SAG card holder, we might say. That is I a mean, fact. You know, we're so, I'm just, you know, we're giving <laughs> you all, all the roses. Much love. Um, but yeah, and so you start now, and it really is true, right? You get one, all you need is one connection. You get one good connection and it just starts kind of. Yeah, well, really, if you get one solid situation that kind of takes a life of its own, then it spirals to other that's stuff. Right. Right? That's so, right. So, I mean, that's kind of what happened to me. Like, like um, once I started making, like, relationships, like, real industry relationships, I would find myself in different rooms with different people. So, like, one person might need a track. One person might need a hook. One person might need a whole song written or whatever the case was so and how honest that you could do i mean how awesome that you could do whatever it was like whatever you need i got you yeah and, and i mean that was the beautiful part you know so like i was just like look well i'm gonna take advantage of these opportunities i'm gonna take advantage of these relationships i'm going to build more relationships but i have to be consistent also and i have to um I have to be a go-getter. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's just like it's so it's such a huge pool of people that do the same thing basically right. that right. I mean, you you have to be fearless in this game and you have to have thick skin right. because there's going to be a lot of no's before you get to a yes. Right. And of course, anybody new in the business, you're going to go through that. But I think with me, um what kind of set me apart was I wasn't um, I wasn't tied down to one genre or one box. Like, I wanted to do everything. Like, I wanted to do, of course, hip-hop. I wanted to do R&B. I wanted to do house. I wanted to do dance. I wanted to do country. I wanted to do pop. Anything that felt good to me, that's what I wanted to do. But that stemmed from a whole bunch of different genres in the house that I was listening to when I was growing up. Because your parents were all over the yeah, place, Yeah, they, they love different styles yeah. of music. So yeah. But that's good. That's, that's exposure. Where it came from. Yeah, yeah. That's exposure. Yeah. So what do you, what was the pivotal moment? What was the pivotal moment when you said, "I'm gonna be a star"? Like I think this this is about to happen. Hmm. Well, I think I think it really sunk in when um, when I met uh, uh, Bobby Brown at Whitney Houston. Hmm. Because was that is that a cool story? It is a cool story. <laughs> um, Bobby! Bobby! <laughs> oh, my gosh. They were they were crazy. <laughs> hey, it's okay to be honest. <laughs> they were crazy. But, um, so, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but I grew up with Bobby Brown's son, uh, Bobby Jr. 
Okay. Like we we were best friends. Is that the one that's on the reality show with him? Well, he was. Yeah. Okay. He um, unfortunately he he passed away two years ago. Right. Um, but me and him pretty much grew up together. We we randomly met like on Facebook, which is crazy. Are you serious? <laughs> kind of like how we met. Yeah, like we we met on Facebook, but the funny part was. Um, I had mutual friends on Facebook that were his cousins and family members. So when he saw that, he was like, oh, you know, such and such, right. blah, blah. So we just kind of started talking that way. And then he was trying to figure out how he wanted to do his own music. And it was always a thing of, oh, you know, I don't want to be, you know, in my dad's shadow. Right. And I don't want right. to do this and do that. Right. So I'm like, yeah, well, of course, I want you to do your own thing and have your own identity. So you know our whole thing was just trying to figure out the direction that he wanted to go in and what his sound would be and at the time I was in an experimental phase uh, musically so we were just helping each other out and um you know that's how I got a chance to meet his, his father was they like you want to come over for Thanksgiving <laughs> you know I didn't get a chance <laughs> to do to do that but um because he was always like back and forth from either Boston or LA, LA and sometimes right. he'll come to Atlanta right. so you know, uh, but we would always stay in, in contact. But um, yeah, it was it was an interesting dynamic. Can you <laughs> can you like speak to it, or if you don't want to, you don't have to. About what? The dynamic. You said it was interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he he was just super creative, but I could tell that like if people would always bring up his father and and. Uh, Whitney, it would bother him. Absolutely, because he's like, that's yeah, not, he, we're not here he for just that. didn't want to be attached right. to that. Not to say there's anything bad about them, right. but yeah. you know, he wanted his own it's thing. Own identity. Yeah, so Absolutely. and and I totally connected with that. Right. So you know, that's why me and him kind of gelled well, and and you know, my whole thing was I'm not trying to be like anybody else either. Like right. I never wanted to follow anybody. Right. You're the so, rogue. Yeah. So like we're like two, you know anti-industry, anti-this, and, you know, we're going to do it our way type <laughs> right. of thing. So that's that's what brought us together, and, and um, you know, we just became close after that. So what about that moment was, because you said that's when it sunk in, when you met Bobby and Whitney. You... So so that those types of situations is what kind of started like, making okay, it sink in. Really I'm like, happening. okay, all this right. It's happening. Yeah, it's happening, right? So um, after that, like, I just started getting into more higher mainstream um projects and situations so you know then i'm i had a chance to work with justin bieber then i got uh, a chance to of course work with houdini they worked uh, uh with me on some stuff and then i got a chance to uh man a future and 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 uh at one point i had a session with madonna oh my God. like <laughs> i love madonna madonna is literally one of my favorite artists yeah, I, I love that. What Madonna. was that like with her? Crazy. Like <laughs> <laughs> No, crazy almost like unbelievable crazy, right? Like like two sides of crazy. Like unbelievable crazy and then like she's crazy. <laughs> 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 but kinda in a good way though. Like like I, she, I love it. <laughs> she's just like, you know, she's left field. Right. You know, but but super cool. Like, you know, do she you, didn't do you think that's like of course, that's her, but you think that's why her creativity is so because of who she is? I, yeah, I, I think she's just such a, like, rebel, mm -hmm. and she mm -hmm. just, like, does what she wants to do and doesn't care what anybody thinks. Can you do a Madonna impression? I don't, I don't 
Oh. Somebody had commented two sides of crazy. And Jeanette said two sides of crazy. Like, she she really like, does have two sides to her, I think. Like, like she has that crazy, you know, rebel side. And then she has, like, the the cool grandma, mom side. Like, oh, boy, don't you do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So it was kind of cool. It was cool. So you're meeting all these people. You're doing all this stuff. You're writing all this music. At what point do you say, because I understand, I know how you think, because you really, you're an, you're, you're an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. I right? Am. I am. You're a positive op- opportunist, right? And you create circular networks. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so it makes sense. Songwriter, all right, I'm going to learn how to produce so then I can do all of this. Mm-hmm. And then I could, now, wait a minute, now I'm going to actually be an artist, so I can, I'm going to complete this circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Um, so... Because so many people would want to be in your shoes, not just in the industry, but just period. So what's the difference? I know you said you're fearless, you hustle, you get after it. Mm-hmm. You're not afraid of any of that. Right. Um, but what, I mean, less than 1% of people that want to be in the industry make it just like it. So what is the real difference? Because I would say somebody like you has it. Like you strike me as somebody that's, it doesn't matter what you do. Whatever you you're going to be successful at it. If you scrapped all of this tomorrow, like your sports agency, right? Mm-hmm. But if you scrapped all of this tomorrow and said, you know, I think I'm going to just start building widgets, <laughs> you have a multi million dollar widget company. So what's the difference? Um, I mean, I think I think like I I think how I got to my situation, like as where I'm at now in in life and in in my career, is that I never got into it for money. Mm, thank you. Like, Say that again. <laughs> Say it again. Yeah, I, it it was like money was never the focal point in the beginning. Like it was just I love music. I, I love to create. I love art. And of course, the more you do it, and the more successful you become, and all that, you know, money and fame and and et cetera comes with it. Right. But in the beginning, it wasn't about that. It was just like I want to make something that makes people feel good mm-hmm. or I want something that from 20 years from when I made it you go back to it and you had the same feeling when you first saw it or heard it or whatever right that's always been my mindset and I think that you know throughout the years I've been like I like I felt like I had like three careers already yeah like because I've always been trying to not even trying to I've been uh, reinventing myself so right now, what people are seeing me as is another phase of me. Three sides. Yeah. Madonna has I, I, f- two, I feel like I feel like this is like my third installment. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I know there's more to come, right? And there's, and there's a lot more to come. And you probably don't even know what that looks and, But like, you know, you as know? a creative, you never know. Right. You, is, you're just creating. You never know what something's going to yeah. do. You, you yeah. never know if it's going to be a success or not. You're just... You know, whatever the universe has for you, that's what it is. But, right. But also, I think it's if you're going at it with pure intentions and it and it's authentic because it comes from your heart. Yeah. Then I think that's what people gravitate to the most because people can kind of tell when it's cap and when that's it's right. clout chasing and right. you're trying to like manufacture something that's not really real mm-hmm. i think people can see that Absolutely. especially nowadays oh yeah because it's so much especially in atlanta right yeah because there's yeah. so much of it out there cat. Our- <laughs> that cat 
Are your parents still alive? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So if somebody asked your dad right now to describe you, what do you think he would do? How would he describe you as his son? Hmm. You know, this is interesting that you asked that because, um, and I've, I've talked about this before in, in, in other interviews, but um, it's unfortunate. But, you know, me and my father don't even have a relationship anymore. Hmm. And it's I think it's, to me, it's because um, he didn't really go as hard as he should have in his career. And I think that because I did and I've just mm. always had that that bull mentality. Right. Um, I just felt like he maybe had some envy right. about that. Right. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate, but I, I mean... If, I think if he would would describe me, I think he would probably say um, that I don't know. Like he would probably say I'm I'm just authentic because I've I've always had like an ambitious mind. Like even if it was at the time, even if it was like astronomical, and like it seems unreal or like in like impossible to do, I would I would have been like. No, it is possible. Mm-hmm. I just got to figure out how to get there. How long it takes. How long has it been since you've spoken? It's been some years. It's been some years, probably about know, four or five years. So is it worth picking up a phone, the, call, the phone? Um, I'm not opposed to it, but, you know, it's, it's so many intricate parts in it. But... You know, a lot of times, you know, people have to take accountability for the things that they do. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's not my responsibility to do that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I always tell people, like, especially, you know, parents. Yeah. Um, I wasn't asked to be here. You put me here. You had one job. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, when you, I say it, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I mean, yeah. but that's just the truth. Like, yeah. I mean, Facts. you know, you made me. You put me here. So as a parent you have to acknowledge the things that you did wrong. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we got to take a quick break. <laughs> I know, it got deep. It got it deep. deep. That's my <laughs> bad. But, you know, when I see an opening, I'm going to take it. You're listening to According to Michelle on uh, Real 1100 AM with Michelle Taylor Willis. We got James Worthy in hey. the house. I'm Songwriter, here. producer, artist, uh, actor. But I think entrepreneur. Is really what we, we got. Can, we could say that too. I think we got an entrepreneur <laughs> in the house and a change maker, right? Um, and somebody who was put on the earth to make it different and make it better for you. When we come back, it'll be 5.30. Time for Ask Michelle, 4-4-6-0-3-8770. You can call in and talk to James. You can talk to me. Whatever it is you want to do. Ask Michelle is brought to us by Coca-Cola Bottling Company United. I'm sitting here smoking, smoking, drinking smart water. I was thinking smoke, drink. I'm not even going to do anything else. We'll come back. We're recording to Michelle on the backside of this. Great. Don't touch anything. We'll be right back. <laughs> Michelle. Michelle. All right, guys. Welcome back. It is 530. That means it's time for Ask Michelle. Four four six zero three eighty seven seventy. If you want to, you can call in, and you can talk to us. And by us, I mean James 
worthy. Yay. This guy is like, he is a multi-hyphenate, like literally. It's a, he really could actually be the epitome of it. But there's something to be able to do, to do a lot of things. And there's another thing to be able to do a lot of things actually well. Yeah, like, like progress. That's <laughs> the thing, to be able to do things actually well. <laughs> um, and, you know, there, you, could, you could say, I do this, I do this, I do all, but like, you know, if you're not kind of killing the game if, and you're doing all that stuff, why even, why are we even having conversations? Yeah. yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You know what I'm saying? Why are we even having... Because <laughs> I have a perfect analogy for that, but what? it's it's going to go over everybody's heads. Oh, gosh. The, the Uncle Ruckus. You know what I mean? From... Uh, Boondocks, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And not, not not how he was personally, but just, you know, that man had 97 jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute. Yet you have all these occupations, but you're not good at a single one, that's <laughs> one of them. That's crazy. That's crazy. Nothing. Like, and that's what I compare it to, so... Nothing. Yeah, I mean, but that's what it is. But you have... um, And the thing about it, too, is that I think what's interesting is that you found a way... Like, you always find a way to do whatever the next logical step is. You know what? I, I think um, a lot of people ask me this, too. They're like, how do you choose what projects you're doing? Yeah. And then, like, how do you choose who to do them with? Okay, those are two valid um, questions, though. And, um, I mean, the typical answer is... Um, <laughs> Noise. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was on me. Heart attack. <laughs> right, right. Um... I think the typical thing or the answer is um, I just I work with those that I admire and I work with those that kind of um, have the same mindset as me. Right. Because, you know, like I've I've tried to work with a lot of people that are very talented, but they just they just don't have the same drive as me. That's like they right. don't have they don't have the consistency right. like and the communication. Like I'm big on that. So it's very you're, you know, you're a great communicator. Just in this, I mean, I'm really enjoying talking to you. You got you have great communication skills. I mean, cuz cuz in in this business, you have to. I mean, if you yeah. if you want to be successful, you like, care. like yeah. you have you have to have those skills because you got to talk to tons of people right like and different types of people at that yeah you know what i mean so I'm, and you're always selling yourself yeah and you know? like it's almost like you're you're like it's you're persuading people to buy into who you are and, and what you have to offer and blah 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 it's, you know it's always it's always going to be a pitch somehow that's right right that's right so the communication factor is very important and you know i've always told myself i have to master that you know so um, and you've mastered it all the way to being <laughs> Grammy Award nominated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so if you're sitting around and just like, when that hit, that had to be another pivotal moment, right? Yes, yes. It was, did you remember where you were, what you were drinking, who you were with type deal? Like, um, I do. So I, at the time, um, I was with my manager, and we were sitting in Red Lobster. Mm, and this biscuits. is back when Red Lobster cheddar was popping. Like, them cheddar biscuits. <laughs> Some of the best news comes out of Red Lobster, I swear. <laughs> Yo, that's all I was eating. Like, I don't want nothing but them damn biscuits. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we. I mean, we were sitting in Red Lobster just talking about stuff and what the next play is going to be and all that. And then um, uh, her name was Bree. So Bree had got a call from someone from the recording academy and just kind of saying, hey, you know, uh, a project that James was a part of is 
um, being considered for the Grammy ballad, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, it wasn't official yet, but they just kind of gave us the heads up, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's cool. You know, I never even been in that realm mm -hmm. before, so I was just happy about that. Dope. So about a week and a half later, close to two weeks, um, we, had a, we were sitting in another meeting, and uh, we got another call from another person from the Recording Academy saying that it officially had got on to the ballot. Mm. And I'm like, okay, that's that's great. My mom made it. <laughs> right. I didn't know how to feel. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like, okay. So I, I didn't want to lose my, my stuff there. Got you. But when I got in that car, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was great. It was great, man. It was it was it was amazing feeling. Yeah. I just think I mean I'm looking at so you know the beautiful thing about doing in-person interviews now. You know, you didn't when COVID was happening and everything was virtual, you couldn't see but like to actually see the excitement like I could see you relive that moment. Yeah, cuz it was it was again. great cuz I mean like you got to think about it like you're young in the game and you're just creating trying to find your lane and you you know your, your way in in the industry and you get something like that hell yeah you're gonna be right. screaming in 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 whatever you know what i mean Absolutely. like i damn near had a uh Grammy Grammy party. Like, <laughs> we, we, don't need to win. we don't need to win. Okay, yeah, yo, like, look, 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 all five of us, we are winners. <laughs> look, look, that's a win for me. You so know, what's the what's the what's the legacy play? And I know you got some projects coming up and all this stuff. But I mean, I really see you as somebody that's like bigger than all of this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm um, saying? Man, it's you know, it, I always tell people like. The story is is not finished. It's still oh, being yeah. written, You're right? You're 31. Yeah, it's I. There's so much more that I have to do, right? But I'm. I think how I'm doing things. It's like you know, I'm I'm a thinker, yeah. And I'm um. I'm more so strategic than ever these days, so I'm really uh, cognizant of what I'm attached to and, mm -hmm. and who I'm a part of and what I'm a part of and all that type of stuff. So I think that's what Gippin' Worthy is the start of. Like, that's that project is, like, kind of a footprint of where I'm going next with all of my next projects. It's it's more like statement projects. So what are, so what are these statement projects? So um, it's crazy, like... The project has only been out a month and some change, and people are already asking for part two. It's crazy. Well, so uh, so we're already working on other records, you know, for me and him. But as far as other projects, um, I got a single coming out with uh, Robin S and Calvin Harris mm -hmm. for this summer. Um, I got a record uh, with Sleepy Brown and Big Boy coming. Um, I got a record with MIA coming. Um, man. I got television and film projects that I'm a part of that's coming out. Um, Producing or acting or both? Um, so there's a show coming out called On 10. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I believe it's coming on BET. Um, actually, Gip is a character in that show. Oh, okay. And uh, we have some of our music in that show. I mean, again, that's but once again, it's a full circle moment, right? I mean, like that is, it's a, I tell people all so, the time, so like, that's make what I'm it saying. make I'm sense. Strategic. Make it make very, sense. Because make it all make sense. I'm keeping it such a closed knit thing yeah. that 
we dropped the project and we're doing great and then we have a tv show that is showcasing the music if yeah. you haven't already heard it but you're hearing it on the show absolutely yeah i mean you can't get no better than that absolutely. you know what i mean so those it's are the all things. my stuff this is all my stuff it's all my stuff so you know, I'm making moves like that, and and um, you know, I'm doing movies as well. I'm I'm actually in the process of uh, filming a, a movie for Lionsgate, uh, so I'm getting on my my acting thing yeah. again. Do you have an acting nice. coach? Um, sorta. Like, she's not officially my acting coach, but she. But she's giving him acting lessons. Yeah, like she she gives me pointers. Wow, yeah. wow. <laughs> Let's keep it professional, ladies and gentlemen. She she gives me professional. Advice and help when I need it. Okay, let's just say that. And you got tour coming up. <laughs> yes. So in the, then I got the Europe tour coming this summer. I want to go to um, Paris. When are the dates you're in Paris? Uh, I'll be in Paris in August. So that's probably the latter half so of the tour like, then. Yeah, like like I, I think it's gonna be like later August, like around 25th or something like that. Mm -hmm. mm, uh, nice. Of course, we'll be making announcements, but um, but we're doing that. And also, this this is. The, is this breaking news? Does nobody know about this? But according to Michelle, I have not spoke about this. Oh, <laughs> look at this! Okay, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I have not spoke about this. Okay, here we go. We need to get breaking news. <laughs> oh, we need breaking, breaking news. news uh, sound effect. <laughs> Let's work on that. Who put that breaking in the budget? Breaking news. Breaking news. So. So. Okay. James Worthy has a documentary coming out. Okay. Is it in production right now? It is, is in production. Are we on cameras as a we speak? A two-part documentary. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you guys are going to be seeing from very beginning to where you see now. And Where's it's the still ongoing. Crew? Why isn't the camera crew here? We need the camera crew on the front of the show. <laughs> what do you think? You missed a very pivotal part of this. Of well, no, no. In here because he has his camera. And I can get that footage. Aha. It's not the same, James. Uh -huh. It's not the same. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's hilarious. No, that's yes. dope. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It's been surprisingly, I don't know why it's surprising to me, but surprisingly, it's been highly requested. So let me ask you, what's the, you use the term surprisingly. Like, you know you're a beast. You don't go around with your chest poked out. But like, I don't. You, I don't. You know you're a beast. So what surprises you about yourself? Um, You know what? I always had a problem with, or, or not really a problem, but I've always been funny with the word celebrity and mm -hmm. and legend. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. I've always had an issue with that kind of because... I'm such a workaholic and such a person that I'm always to, to the next thing that I never really, yep. I never really indulge in what I just did. Right, right, so right, right. when people say that to me, I feel funny because I'm like, I don't know, like I don't, I don't, I don't really feel that. Maybe it's because I'm, I've always had humility in me from the get-go, but I don't know. It's just. I always felt like I need to do more to to have that title. So if you fell off the face of the earth today, we got James Worthy at King James Worthy on Instagram.com. New uh, latest EP, Gip and Worthy. Yes, yes. Right now, guys, documentary coming out. I mean, the guys worked with some of the greats. He's got amazing stuff coming up. That's what we have in the studio today. But real quick, this question. If you fell off the face of the earth today, what would you be mad about? What would I be mad about? That you didn't do. 
Hmm. That's a good question. I, I ask great questions. James. You do ask great questions. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really don't because I felt like, I, well, I feel like I've done quite a bit. You have. <laughs> you have. But, and there's so much that I want to do. Like, you know, I mean, for example, like I want to be in a feature film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to have a global worldwide tour. You know, um, I don't know. So that so that would be like you're laying in the casket. Obviously, you're dead, so you don't know. I mean, but in your while your brain cells are still working before it completely fizzles well, out. Well, hopefully, I can like, do those things before. That's I'm what I'm dead. saying. You'd be like, I didn't do my global tour. Wait, what's happening? But you know what? You know? Even if I didn't, I'll, I'll still be happy because I've done so much that many can't say that they've done. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, at my age. Yeah, I mean, you met Michael Jackson when you were 11. Guys, we got to take a quick break. <laughs> we're going to come back. He's going to tell us how he, we can get these uh, this amazing music that he's yes. got, how we can get on tour with him, where we can see this documentary that, you know, we're not in, which is crazy. <laughs> and then we're going to seal this thing up, according to Michelle, with Michelle Taylor Willis on Real 1100 AM. More King James Worthy yes. when we come back. Michelle. Michelle. All right, guys, we are back. I cannot believe it is. Uh, it's six o'clock. We're we're done here. Oh wow, we've six been o'clock talking. Already? Yeah, wow. it goes fast, right? Jesus. Man, let me tell you something. It happens without it. Like we tell people it's a two-hour show, and they're like, two hours. What are we gonna talk about for two hours? It's gonna take so long. Like I don't. And then when we leave, they're like, wait, we're done. Wait, what? Yeah, is like this did not feel like more? an hour. At all. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do some more. Wait, what happened? I gotta come back. Yeah. Um, this has been amazing. Thank you. Like, seriously, because I've spent, obviously, some time getting to know you virtually. But listening to and seeing you, you have such a wonderful uh, spirit that kind of just flows off of you. Thank you. <laughs> and it is a spirit of philanthropy, like of wanting to help. And like you said, you'll always give people your flowers. You'll always reach back and help people. You'll always, like, that's who you are. And that's right. why we want to support your music. Thank you so much. Because you're going to come back for us. Oh, yeah. You oh, know yeah. I'm, I'm coming back. <laughs> like, that's why we want to see your movies. You want to see the, the TV shows and all this good stuff. So um, let everybody know where we, well, if you've been listening for the last two hours, you'll know exactly <laughs> where to find it. But let them know where to find you and how's the best, what is the best way we can support you and um, and keep your pockets overflowing with money. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, everybody can connect with me at King James Worthy, all social media. Uh, YouTube.com slash Jamesworthy Music. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, a lot of projects coming. Um, just keep watching. It's, it's a lot going on. Um, also, I uh, believe June 17th, if you're in Atlanta or Georgia, um, I'll be at uh, Mabel House Amphitheater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you kicking off their summer series? Because they, cause they go from like June to October, I think, don't they? I don't, I don't think we're kicking it off, okay. but... but we have a pretty big show there. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, myself, Goody Mob, uh, The Dog Pound, DJ Quick. I got to get and to that And I think show. E-40 as well. Okay. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to come to that show. My um, my friends run the, the amphitheater. Oh, really? So, yeah, okay. Yeah. So okay. every season, wow. that's kind of how I know when the seasons are. Got you. Because they used you. to do the Wolf Creek Amphitheater. Ah. And so every season they'll be like, Did they shut that down? Kind of, sort of, not really. No, it's it's... 
It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot, lot with that. It's, <laughs> okay. it's levels to this. Yeah. I used to like Wolf Creek. Yeah, yeah, it's a good venue. But they are. They did just get approved um, for some upgrades. So they're going to be spending some time upgrading it. Gotcha. So it'll be ready for the fall season. Gotcha. So, yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah. It's, um, we got to love them. Hey, Gotta look, love them. Hey. And Jeanette says, great interview fire. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, make sure you support him. I can't wait to see what you do next. And I'm so connected. I'm so glad that we're connected now. Yes, yes. So that we know. <laughs> so we got to make sure that we stay in touch in anything, anything, Absolutely. anything that I can do. Absolutely. And, and vice versa. You. you know, I'm always here to support. See that, Jarrell? This is what we need in the community. It's my brother from another mother. What you talking <laughs> about? We got to talk about maybe even having you on, having him on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Let me know. Let me know. Having him on the podcast. And actually, I believe um, she was on here. One of my producers from the podcast, The Perspective, is on. He would be really great to have on. Speaking of which, guys, make sure you stay tuned for that. It's going to be a dope, 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 dope podcast. Um, Make sure you check out my behind-the-scenes footage. I'm going to have plenty of that tomorrow. And let me tell you what I got coming up. May 11th through 14th, I will be making my debut as the lead and the, my first stage play mm. as Lori Williams, Never Play With a Woman's Heart. Mm, don't play with it. Don't play with it. That's don't play with it. Don't play with I'm it. Not don't gonna say it. Are you don't one of those crazy it. women out there that once you get your heart broken, like everybody's just like. Me? Because that's yeah. not fair I've to us. I've never had my heart broken. I don't know what that is. No? Means. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, that's no, I know what you're talking about. That's not fair to us dudes. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because no. now we're right. dealing with like, stuff that we like. Why do I have to no. deal with the last guy's. Yeah, the baggage. Oh my gosh, you got to come back and we can talk about that. Oh my gosh. Counseling yourself out of that baggage. Oh my gosh, about crazy women. Oh my god. But you date the pretty girls who snore. That's what you need. Get yourself a mediocre looking. Well, I didn't say I dated them. (laughs) (laughs) Date is a strong (laughs) word. Yeah, you got to be careful with words these days. Date is a strong (laughs) word. Date and love have the same amount of numbers and letters. So you're right. Let let that sink in. Date is a very strong word. I know. I know of women. <laughs> a, a friend of mine told me May 11th through 14th at the Southwest Art Center in the city of South Fulton, Georgia. I will be co-starring with Andre Petre. Make sure you go to Dana S. Hubbard Presents.com. Check it out. And um opening night is actually Michelle Taylor Willis night. So okay. if you're following me at Michelle Taylor Willis, DM me uh, and I can do send I get you an a invite? special you do get an invite. Do you want to be one? one of my special guests? I would love to. Well let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. I think, you know, I know some people. We might be able to make know some people. So you, you, we might know more people than I we think. I think we do. I think we do. <laughs> I think we have a lot to discuss. Guys, listen, thank you again so much for tuning in to another episode of According to Michelle right here on Michelle on MichelleTaylorWillis.com. I'm about yeah, to start so. giving out on <laughs> Real 1100 AM. <laughs> listen, I just want to tease this, guys, for you. Moms All In Conference is back. We are going to be doing the Moms All In Conference uh, remotely going to be a retreat over a weekend in a beautiful place on the beach i want to let y'all know ladies entrepreneurs entrepreneurial females get your money right within the next week make sure you're following me at michelle taylor was you're going to get all the details on that you can still watch according to michelle on the vtv network it is on everything amazon fire roku android tv apple tv all the smart tvs download vtv and you can see amazing interviews like the one i did with nathaniel online and please 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 i look forward to seeing y'all on may 11th michelle taylor willis night at the southwest arts center i've been <laughs> everywhere this week and right now i'm with y'all but guess what i'm out we'll see you next time peace